Hello, and welcome to the Confident Sober Women podcast. I'm your guide, Shelby John. I'm the mother of three, wife to one, and sober since July 1st, 2002. As sober women, we have something huge in common. And when we share our lives and our stories with each other, we feel that sense of belonging and connection so we know we are no longer alone. In this podcast, you will hear real-life talk about building confidence and transforming your life beyond recovery. So come on, let's talk. Well, hey there, Sober Ladies. Thank you so much for being with me today. We are going to dive in to the concept of spirituality and really talking about what it is that you believe in personally. Where do you get your strength and your purpose from? Is it from God, the universe, nature, yoga, maybe something else completely, or maybe you're just not sure. For some people, spirituality might be just having a zest for life. Maybe you enjoy being outside in the yard tending to your grass and your flowers. Maybe you enjoy being in beautiful places like the beach or a trail, or even fishing could be spiritual. I know whenever I see a sunset or I sit by a campfire, I feel connected deeply to my own spirit and to the earth. Maybe it's an art, the act of creating or enjoying the creations of others. In the dictionary, spirituality means the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul, as opposed to material or physical things. Beautiful definition, right? And one that I really want to embody in some way or form. It's rather open-ended and tolerant, don't you think? So why is spirituality important? Why does it seem like every recovery program has a component of spirituality in in it? Because people who discover themselves spiritually have positive relationships. They have higher self-esteem. They have more meaning in their lives and a sense of purpose. Spiritual practices like meditation, prayer, Yoga and journaling are known to induce feelings of relaxation and bring clear-mindedness as well as hope and gratitude. And so often we can access these things for free on the internet, which is so amazing and makes things extremely accessible for all of us. Yoga really brings together physical postures and breath work, giving those who practice less inflammation, decreased depression and anxiety, and an increased feeling of just general well-being. There's a great sense of community around spiritual traditions, things like attending church or meditation groups, which promote a sense of belonging and community and also social support. So having spiritual strength may help you find meaning or even understand your past trauma better. Your healing journey might include advocacy for others who have suffered in the same way you have. Also, actively engaging in the process of letting go or forgiveness leads to better health. 
Several spiritual practices engage in the act of forgiveness, and it has been proven to improve health. I think we can imagine why, right? Because when we're walking around with all of this tension or tightness or just anger on the inside, it's not doing wonders for our cortisol levels, that stress hormone will remain raised, and it's kind of eating away at us on the inside. So if you aren't picking up on it so far, I want you to know that there is a big difference between spirituality and religion. Maybe you hate religion, or you have struggled with recovery because of the G word. You are not alone. Tons of recovering women have struggled with concepts around the spiritual program since the creation of AA back in 1935, and it certainly hasn't ended today. But in some ways, this struggle has paved the way for even more understanding about other paths to recovery. And it's helped to open the minds of non-believers to the possibility of tapping into the energy from an outside source that isn't religion at all. I would even take a chance and say as many women have gotten sober as those who have gotten drunk because of a higher power. So let's face it, for some of us, the word religion conjures up images of white Jesus, hypocrisy, preachers on the corner, trauma inflicted in his name, sinner's guilt, and old ladies pinching cheeks before they went to Fellowship Hall to have coffee and donuts and whisper gossip about the latest scandal in the congregation. If you grew up in any kind of fundamental denomination with those traditional values, there is a good chance you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some maybe don't have any experience with organized religion, but you've heard the stories of others and the discretions of preachers gone before. Things like gay sex scandals, sexual harassment and molestation, charges of assault and battery, Stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars from churches and adultery. It kind of makes you wonder, what in the literal heck? These professed men of God are leading congregations, preaching the gospel, raising children, drinking the Kool-Aid, living examples of the church. But let me tell you, ladies, here's the thing. They actually aren't. Hear me out, okay? These people are not gods. They aren't saints or angels or divine creatures. They are human beings. Honestly, they are just people. It's easy to hear these scandals and then turn your back and say, I see, I told you it was all a scam. There's no God. This is a cult. They only want our money. The Bible isn't real. My response to these incidents is always a loving, they are human after all. It's not that I think this is acceptable. Of course not. I just know they're human beings doing human things. And people disappoint. Maybe you've been deeply hurt by a church family, your parents, or someone else related to the church. This definitely happens. I have heard the stories from the couch in my office, and it's deeply disturbing, unbelievable, painful, and unacceptable. This is why, although I am a deeply faithful woman and madly in love with Jesus, I don't like religion either. 
We are a family that goes to church every week. Religion is not the same thing as spirituality. I'll say it again for the people in the back. Religion is not the same thing as spirituality. Religion is man-made. It's made up of years of tradition, denominations, sacraments, and study. And if you love the Bible, history, worship, fellowship, all the things, and you love your God, that's awesome. Good for you. But spirituality is in every man, woman, and child. We're literally born with it. It's an energy from the cells vibrating in our bodies, which are affected by our thoughts, our feelings, our experiences, and the energy of others. Spirituality is about relationship. It's about connection, peace, and faith. Because we can all deeply connect spiritually with the universe, with nature and people and energy. We can find it in many ways. So why is this important? Because as humans, eventually our self-reliance will run out. There will come a time when we fail ourselves. And then what? Where do you get your sense of purpose from? Where do you connect with that is outside yourself? Like I've mentioned, maybe it's in the woods or in a yoga studio or a women's Bible study Or maybe it's through body work or prayer or some other kind of care group. What does spirituality mean to you and how do you feel it and express it? There are other types of spiritual energy and I really dive more into this in the Sober Freedom Inner Circle. But I want to mention a couple now. There are four commonly understood types of spiritual energy talking about life force using different kinds of words. Number one is the divine love. Often this is used by Christians or Judaism, and it says that this comes from God. This love is considered pure, constantly around us, and it can't be corrupted by anything. The core belief is this divine love, but each religion has its own way of expressing it. Number two is Mother Earth Spirituality. This is a Native American understanding of spirituality. Mother Earth was the common ground amongst all the Native Americans. To them, the sky was father and the earth was mother, and everyone comes together in total respect for the earth. Number three is prana, or a Hindu word that means breath or life-sustaining force. It lives within all things and can survive even death. Prana is an energy that pulses through the body similar to the central nervous system and is even referred to as an electric charge. And number four is chi. It's a Chinese spiritual energy that is both female and male or yin and yang. The goal is to achieve perfect balance between the two using the chakras, using the chi energy to flow through the body. So how you practice and you feel spiritual connection is your personal experience. So reaching a state of spiritual enlightenment is often the goal for many of us, but it can be done with a variety of activities depending on your own style. Things like meditation. Things like yoga, 
Tai Chi in prayer. Like I mentioned, yoga, we use body work and meditation does the same thing using the mind. If you have trouble being still or you're high strung, try active meditation practices like walking meditation or using a creative medium like um, adult coloring books. When you find the right spiritual program for you, you will know it. You will feel it deeply. You will you will have a connection and likely it will evolve over time because as we age and grow in our own self-discovery, we become more open to things that are bigger and outside of ourselves. That's been my experience anyway. For me, this mostly revolves around gratitude. Even in my darkest moments, I can look around and find things to be grateful for and it immediately shifts my body's energy and my mood. To me, this is a very spiritual experience because I'm getting outside myself, I'm looking around, and I'm connecting with my body and my earth right in that moment. According to Psychology Today, individuals who value spirituality take the time to reflect on their daily activities and then ultimately build lasting memories of their experiences. Because spiritual people are more conscious of small daily activities, they experience positive emotions associated with the smaller pleasures in life. So this week, I want you to really spend a few minutes thinking about what spirituality means to you. Maybe it goes way back to your childhood, or perhaps it's the opposite of what you grew up with. Either way, I want you to ask yourself, Where do I get my purpose from? What am I grounded on? And how can I shift the energy in my mind and body whenever I want to? And then you can jump on over to the Confident Sober Women Facebook group and leave us a post. Let us know what you came up with. And a final thought. I believe and therefore anything is possible. See you next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Confident Sober Women. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button above so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And hey, if you really loved it, leave me a review. You can learn more about the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership at www.shelbyjohncoaching.com forward slash inner circle. See you next time.